This is what you do. This is what you do. This is what you do. You wanna leave a one way. Oh yeah. Relationship with you. This is what you do, Hey y'all, it's Justin. I'm Dom. And I'm Ray Sean. And welcome back to another episode of The Millennial Mess. A show where we display all of our mess. And we don't sugarcoat shit. And keep it as real as it gets. Fuck out of that bottle, like yeah, baby. You were drinking. I used to love you. Don't, 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 don't. Yeah, man. Classic. Shout out to Lauren Hill, my man. Shout out. What's that festival in California? Coachella. No, 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 no. It's a new one. Brock. No, She's that's headlining. not. In, in California? It's like Love and Something. Lovers and Friends. Lovers and Friends. Lovers and Friends. That was spoken by Dom. I put that in a group chat, but nobody responded. No, I feel like you. I think I've said a heart to it. I would be down to go. I've been invited to the Broccoli Fest. There's another festival that's going on. That's Solange. DC, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Broccoli. And there's another festival that's going on that Solange is like doing a, um, a little set to. I can't remember what I said, but I, I'm trying to like. This year is gonna be the year of like I I have not been to an actual concert before for real for real. Really, I told you this on the show before. I, like I really haven't been to a concert like an arena concert. I was, I want to break my cherry. You need to do it. Honestly, mm. I grew my hammer back. Tinashe concert. Can't relate. Tickets. Don't want to do that. Yes. Definitely yes, don't want to yes, do yes. that. I was gonna send you. The you say like, definitely don't, don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Tanasha is not somebody I, will, I know. I want to be my first. Like I've been. To, let me actually clear that up because Tanasha is not going to be an arena concert, right? It's going to be like a no, like a venue. No, it's at yeah. a ballroom. It's a, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I want to go to an actual like production. Like I haven't been to anything like that. Don't do that because I promise you, you would love just a small venue. Like, I've been to ma- I've been to many and I love them. I'm just so saying I haven't. You've been to concerts. Oh, he's no, talking about like a big, an arena concert. Oh. I'm talking about like I haven't seen oh, like if, an arena like. If you're not on the floor or that's what I'm saying. Close, I want to and I I feel like I'm at that point in my life. It depends I could do that. on who you're seeing because if the production is not there for the arena, then right. it's like a waste. Like that's why I would never really see a rapper in an arena. It's pointless. They don't, they productions and sets for rappers is like bare minimum. They don't do nothing but walk across the stage. Yeah, like when I well, seen Lil Wayne, I don't know. When I seen Lil Wayne and T Pain, like it was cute, but unless you was like drunk, high, and really into the songs, which I was, um, then it's like the production is different. But now Beyonce, Giselle knows Carter. Yeah, that's next level. I've seen her twice. Rihanna, too. Next Same. level. Yeah. That's my next one. But my thing is, like, Re- I feel like to revisit the, the, the rappers, though, mm-hmm. like, some rappers are moving into that realm of, like, 
the next level production because Kanye, I feel like who you know we don't subscribe yeah. to, he still Ooh. did a, um, a different type of rap show. He wasn't yeah. just sitting there rapping. He had like all these type of like allude, like, you know what I'm saying, like theatrical. Well, you know, she's shit. A, she's a creative girl, and then even do Travis, really Travis go Scott. On tour, though I think they go they, like the no rappers shows. go on tour a lot. They, That's the how they make that their coin. Tour, tour, do put on shows. Even the ones who are like not going on huge arena tours, like they still go on tours. You know mm. what I'm saying? But um. Mm. Anyway, you want a Doja Cat show? Bitch, that shit show, sold out. So do I gotta you, buy resale tickets at this point. Do you keep it juicy, juicy? You know what's up? I do. I have feelings about Miss Cat, but I'll save that for a later time. Well, but y'all want to know who I have been listening to? That surprisingly, I kind of like now. Who? Billie Eilish. Can't Love Billie Eilish. I don't Although, know. I don't I know wish, her. I, I don't know how to pronounce her last girl. name. I don't get it. She's a cute Bro. girl. She has cute songs, but she dresses like Fabo from D4L. And, and I that's can, perfectly I can. fine. That's her Shout out to D4L. Let's, <laughs> if you don't know who D4L is, if you don't know who D4L is, you're too young to listen I, to the I want her to stop stealing the black aesthetic and just, just be herself. With that green hair, just be yourself, sis. Stop wearing these big, big and tall clothes. I think she just be wanting to be comfy. <laughs> Yeah, but then she do be do. wearing ghetto girl nails, and it's, I love yeah, it. It's very K and G, big and tall. Yeah, Her like outfits are very K and G, tall. Yeah. With the socks, she very fable. Pull the leg up. Mm. Very much pull the leg up. Very much Drake I'm daddy suit. It's a lot of people stri- releasing music <laughs> this year and going on tour this year. And it I'm is. ready. I'm ready. I'm just ready for home, girl. I'm, I'm, my my oh. pockets oh, are getting yeah. ready for oh, it. Oh, he's so stupid. Because I know I, it's I'm going to be rich by then. So I know yeah. it's coming. Maybe. And I want you to know. The fact that y'all are sitting here talking about. Yeah, y'all I'm really sitting here talking about Rihanna going on tour this year. Y'all going to gag and look stupid. She going on tour for it her fancy skincare. <laughs> and that's fine. And y'all, I'll go and buy her skincare. I ain't going on no tour to listen to her talk about skincare. Also. Shout outs to Rihanna, though. Your fucking email, sis. But also, Rihanna, shout outs. You have a personal email? No, no but anyway, no. shout outs to Rihanna for giving that speech at the NAACP Awards. Yes, I thought that was phenomenal. Yes, that tell was a phenomenal speech. Up. I thought it was like insanely you know, well delivered. It was a really good speech. She she speaks for the times. She speaks for the generation, especially yeah, millennials. Sure. She she speaks to all of us. Yeah, um, she looks good doing it. All facts. Period. So, um, let me ask you guys <laughs> how each of your weeks were. I'm gonna start with you, Justin. Uh, well, my week. Oh, <sighs> what a moment! Wow, <laughs> what a moment. Um, my week. Um, actually, I've I've really been in a really really good mood. Um. Probably one of the best moves I've been in a long time. I'm just feeling so happy, so blessed. And uh, this week, uh, not much has really happened. Um, I've just been playing Overwatch, catching up on shows. So I've been watching a show called Love is Blind. Uh, and then I'm saying, in, in the words of Rayshawn is next, next level. level. <laughs> like, oh it's my God. so dramatic. Just like you. 
Okay. Wow. <laughs> but <laughs> I want to say I watched RuPaul's Drag Race last night. I was just about to get there. No, I want to let you finish. But you know they said Next Level on the show. And mm-hmm. I was like, who's been listening to me? Because at this <laughs> point, <laughs> at they this point Ru- I'm offended. RuPaul. Run me my checks, sis. Or Nicki Minaj listened to the show. She was like, that, that was next let she said it just like how i said it and i was like okay now i gotta fight somebody <laughs> okay i'm sorry continue with your week but no i've been watching a show called love is blind on netflix it's a dating show where people um blindly date people you don't get to see each other and they uh, they end up being engaged after like a couple of weeks don't or spoil it now Wait, was I'm that not, the show that that gay guy was on? The bisexual yeah, guy? Okay. Oh, okay. okay. I saw yeah, that clip on Home girl, she done grew a beard, and she now she's now bisexual. Which, you know, live your truth, live your life. I, I'm not going to judge you on that. But, yeah, that show is a whole key. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Get into it. Get into it. But then Drag Race. That's how you do a fucking premiere. I know RuPaul is problematic as fuck, but... Those queens this season for the starting seven, they really impressed me, and I'm I'm shocked at how much they impressed me. And Nikki looked so good on the show. She did look good. I didn't she see the did show, but she good. did look good. She in did what look I saw. Good. Mm. Yeah. All right. But that's that's mm. it. You know, I just been I've been a, a girl been happy. Woke up this morning, the sun shining, shining. I not all right, Dom, how about you? My week was fine. I started working this week. Yeah, let's talk about what started, actually happened. Because I was not going to let you get off with that. Please. <laughs> I you started had a working um, a new job this week. And mm-hmm. it's been an okay week. Eh, it's been a whatever week, honestly. It hasn't been like a... I feel like I wanted to experience the happiness that Justin talks about. Mm-hmm. But um, I just wasn't able to experience that all week. And it sucked. So... Hopefully next week is better. You're getting there. Oh, hopefully. I probably it's probably because I haven't had time to one. I've been tired all week, and two, I haven't had time to meditate at all this week. I haven't had time to meditate or pray like how I wanted to, and that's been a huge um, letdown for me. So, word. I can sit down. You're. Well, I'm gonna tell you guys about my week. I had a um, really good week. You want to pick up your mic, sis? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I had to grab the crack. Let me think. Um, the good news that I got this week. Um, so my thing about um, having money. <laughs> I'm sorry. That sounded really bad. The, the, my thing about having um, funds in my account now that I didn't have like two years ago or five years ago, whatever the case may be, is that I can employ my friends. Right, so oh my god, if y'all don't the stop fuck? dropping shit, please, please. So I'm so sorry, y'all. I employed um a good friend of mine who's also a lawyer, Cumbria Womack Law Offices of Cumbria Womack. That was a plug, sis. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> she does basically the same shit I do, and I could have done it if I wanted to do it by myself, but I decided to employ her because I wanted to make sure my friends eat if I'm eating. And um, she started doing that. She actually did it a while ago for the LLC for this podcast as well as for my law firm. And I got an email from her about my law firm, and I'm really excited about that. So that was a huge highlight for me. Additionally, I got um, some financial great news 
Additionally, I got some other legal great news. She got her taxes back. No, my taxes came back <laughs> a while ago. My taxes came back a while ago. But my thing is like where I'm at right now is like preserving money. Let me hold something. <laughs> can't relate. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like it, this week has just been all about like me trying to invest and properly make like kind of like bury my money so it grows into a money tree if that makes any sense plant a seed a money seed yeah money seed period so that's what i've been on this whole week um then i think on like wednesday you know how people come over thursday how people come over friday i stayed that was yesterday i stayed kind of in the house to watch um rupaul's drag race wait you had company on wednesday wednesday and thursday yeah i was never invited yeah none of you were um but that wasn't intentional it was because it was a very small you know intimate gathering girl keep it i know that's why i didn't invite you i kept it to myself so um then uh i watched rupaul's drag race on friday let me explain why there was a contestant on the show called jada hall who i had seen like outside of drag and i was like oh you were fine like you're a fine man so i like you know reached out whatever and we communicate via um instagram yeah yeah so i watched the show on friday to see if jada was gonna be on the show but jada wasn't on the show i was like sis like what's going on and you know we talked about it but um i did watch rupaul's drag race on friday um and i did see nikki on it and i appreciate the fuck out of her telling that girl that I absolutely hate, hate, hate your makeup and your hair because yes. I felt the same way. Yes, and I feel like it's important to be like honest yes. on. And I also feel like, but the one thing, I, this is this is weird. I'm talking about the TV show, talking about my week, but like, it's weird for Onika Mirage to go on any panel now because I feel like since the whole Mariah Carey thing happened, mm-hmm. they always try to make it seem like she's pinned against whatever female judges on the panel. They was doing that last They night. did that so much on the show. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't think Michelle Visage said they would edit it to make it seem like she was offended by whatever Nikki said mm-hmm. and vice versa. And I was just like, oh, this is crazy corny. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy corny. But other than that, you know, um, I had a really good week. I, um... I did have a, a lot of chances to meditate. I um worked by myself because my trial partner decided she wants to try to play me like a fucking fool. And um yeah, I had a really good week. So I'm going to end it on that motherfucking note. Yeah. And I'm happy you guys are all listening for another week of our Millennial Mess podcast. Yeah. So without further ado, let's get into the next segment called the Millennial Mix. Look up. All right. So this week, I'll lead the section um, or the discussion for this section because we were having an open discussion or conversation before we started recording about transparency within friendships and relationships or just the ships in general. Um, And we wanted to take a little bit further and let you guys in on exactly what we were talking about because some of us feel that some of us <laughs> have not been as transparent as we should be in terms of making our relationship flourish so 
So let me, I'm just going to piggyback <laughs> off of what he just said and just say this is going to be a little different from how we typically do things because as you guys know, the millennial mix section is when we kind of have like a very question-directed narrative and we talk about the questions that are posed. But I think it's going to be more of an open discussion between us as our co-hosts yeah, this, and friends. This about to be a little therapy session. For yeah, us. because we we did talk. Um, we did talk bef- off air before we got on, and we were like, we should probably just talk about it on the show because I thought it was a very um, not serious but important thing that we should kind of address. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Dom already introduced it as far as like transparency and our relation friendships. Not, not even relationships because I can't relate to that <laughs> but i was talking to them off air if you drop your mic one more time i swear to god i'm so sorry so i was saying to my co-host off air that um all of my i literally do not have a great relationship with any of my family i don't except for like my like immediate family like my mom my sister my grandmother mm-hmm. outside of that i am like one cousin right i don't have a close relationship with my family mm-hmm. so i tend to take my friendships very very seriously because of that because my friendships tend to uh, like evolve into uh familial ties yeah so i was saying to my co-host and i feel like i said this on the show previously because this was me being i guess passive aggressive or just like my me leaking out that they weren't being transparent enough and i was like i'm on the show like literally exposing my soul telling you guys about how i fucked who i fucked when i fucked them how i cried what depression feels like what this feels like what and i just feel like it was just very cagey from both of you and that leaked over into the show because i felt as though it was like that in our friendship. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I didn't feel like it was a genuine friendship because I wouldn't feel comfortable reaching out to Justin or to Dom and telling them about, like, if I had suicidal thoughts at the moment or if I didn't want to leave my room for three days or if I if I hadn't left my room for three days, I would never tell you guys that. You know what I'm saying? Like, these types of feelings that I had, I felt as though because you guys were never transparent and honest about what y'all were going through with me, mm-hmm. I couldn't possibly expose myself in that way to you guys. And it's not to say that you guys are bad people. And I think I said this on a recent show as like I kind of learned how to be you guys' friend. Like I learned who you guys were to be y'all friend. Um, but at the same time, I feel like it's kind of unfair for me me or anybody rather and listening to this to be going to a friend who will like not share shit with you and express everything that's going on with you and them to just um keep their life a complete secret and and a a mystery to you Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what we're talking about off um off air and it did bother me back then and i'm not really bothered by it now because like i said i've learned to accept people where they're at but um, I just feel like a lot of people do have friends like that. And it's difficult to navigate a friendship like that because even when the person does decide to open up to you, they open up to you to, a, to, to like 
They people let you know what they fucking want you to know, mm-hmm. right? And I think that goes across the board. Even if I'm opening up as bare as I can be, I'll let you know to a certain degree what I want you to know. But I feel like when I was talking to y'all, like like especially when I was dealing with the um the boy that I was dealing with, and that whole situation, how hurtful and how sad and how like I went through all of the feelings. I never really expressed that to y'all because when I would go to you, Justin, ask you about your relationship, you'd be like, I'm not talking about that shit. It's my shit. I don't want to talk about my friends. My nigga's my nigga and my friends don't need to know. And I was just like, okay, cool. I'm not even going to talk to you about that. And then with you, Dom, it felt like fucking, what's the name of that movie? Stepford Wives? Oh, that's my movie. Oh. I'm sure it is because it was also your life. It was also your life. Anytime I wanted to like really talk to you, I'd be like, you know, I think we had an episode. I keep saying this ever over and over because we had an episode where I was like, yo, I'm, I'm trying to get to where you're at. Like, my nigga, like you're sitting here about to get married. Da 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 da. Like, how did you get there? And it, it just was like, I got nothing. I literally got nothing. Like I got nothing from both of you. Mm-hmm. So it was hard for me to kind of talk to you guys. And it's hard for me to be transparent with somebody who had so many walls and guards up. So that's that's just kind of what I wanted to pose to y'all both. And if you can respond how you want to respond. I think it's important to understand that people do come from different backgrounds. People have it, come from different experiences that make them behave the way that they act. So I don't think that that's something that you should hold against people. If your way of moving and responding or wanting to get closer to people is just being able to feel like you can freely express yourself, then freely express yourself. If they're not giving you what it is that you're give, what it is that you feel like they should be giving you. Or just if they're not giving you what it is that you feel like they should be giving you, I think there should come a level of understanding to say, hey, these people are they have experienced different things. They come from a different background. They have been conditioned to feel or think a certain type of way to where it's nothing against me. It's just things that they have to work through or understand to Mm -hmm. get to a point of being what it is that you would expect from a friend because i i don't know i don't know <laughs> but you don't know you can say it. i'm completely fine like i i don't know and i can just i can only answer because i'm like i know there's a, there are certain things that i've been through that makes me not want to that makes me act the way that you say that i act in terms of um just not being as open or a step for a wife or the step for wives or whatever like there are things that have happened that make me act that way but once which are trust issues. But once I reach through the barrier of that shit, then all bets are off and I'm just an open book about the shit. Mm-hmm. You might be initially an open book to no, people. And I get or that. I get you, that. You, I don't, but the thing is, I'm not. I'm genuinely not. And anybody who's ever met me can say that. But what I'm saying, actually, I want Justin to reply before I have my response. <laughs> Go ahead, Justin. Um, my response is similar to Dom's, um, in the sense that I feel like everybody is completely different. They come from different backgrounds and have different experiences, which has taught them how to navigate through friendships. But I feel like with our friendship with you and just this whole circle in general, us three, um, it's relatively new. I think our friendship is still in a process of learning and growing and understanding each other versus, let's say, other friendships that you have. 
So I feel like it was kind of like a learning curve for all of us to kind of understand, okay, well, this is how Rayshawn is. This is how Dom is. This is how Justin is. And I feel like you have to hit those certain, you know, bumpy roads and moments of, uh, I don't know if this nigga is, I don't know if this is my nigga. You have to reach right. that to kind of understand whether or not this is your nigga or not, or whether this is your real friend. Um, those moments are supposed to happen because those moments build solid relationships and friendships. And I feel like that what happened was supposed to happen in order for all of us to kind of understand where we are and get clarity of whether or not this is a friendship or whether this is just a business. Right. Right. And just like you said, coworkers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my take on it. But I feel like it's like Dom says, it's a little bit deeper Especially, especially for me, in terms of when it comes to friendships, like we all know. Hmm. <laughs> what did you say? We're on what? Hmm. Hi. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I was about to say we all in our late twenties, but. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> but some, all right. Three, <laughs> some three, of us have three. gone through things that you, we just all have experienced so much in our years of youth. Like it's really, it really is a learning experience. Like the more I hang around y'all, the more I'm learning just how y'all operate mm-hmm. and how we, how how y'all operate as individuals, but how we operate together. Mm-hmm. And I think that what makes that's really what makes it easier for me and makes me not be so stressed out about just the relationship in general and i feel like that's the point that you were saying that you were getting you've gotten to at this point so no i think okay no i i remember again on a previous episode i said i learned how to be your friend like i learned but that doesn't mean that i have accepted or like agreed with how our friendship is i've just learned how to navigate around it and that doesn't mean y'all are bad people mm-hmm. or I feel some type of way about y'all. I'm just saying I understand how you move and I understand how you move. So my thing is, like, I personally, what you said originally about, like, not everybody's an open book from the gate. Anybody who meets me knows that I'm not an open book off the gate. Like, I might talk on this podcast about what the fuck I'm talking about. That shit I'm comfortable about sharing. But when I go through real life shit that's, like, really fucking me up. I'm not going to get on a show and be like, yeah, um, you know, I felt this type of way and this happened and I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to, unless I'm over it and I've like completely emotionally digested it and like dealt with it. You know what I'm saying? But in that process of digestion, we'll use it. Okay. <laughs> um, in that process of doing that, I felt as though like I, I wouldn't reach out to either of you guys because i didn't I, like i said i i kind of learned how y'all the, the the concept of the friendship that i had the concept of the friendship that i thought we had anyway at that moment which was like months ago at this point like months but um it just it wasn't a place where i felt like i could come to you and be like hey i'm in this hotel room in New Jersey by myself. My phone's on like 8%. I don't have a charger and I'm fucking shook. I'm scared and I just don't feel like I can deal with this moving forward in my life. I just, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't call you guys to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But I did call certain people to talk about that and then talk me off of that ledge. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that makes you guys bad friends or like less of friends, but I think 
the 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 even the, the the subject matter of what this episode is about as far as like transparency it's hard for somebody to be transparent when you're not transparent with them yeah and it's not so much you need to be an open book but it needs to be at least like something you have to give us something you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like and it's that that's just how I'm, it's like and i feel like dom and i kind of kind of like a little bit move the same way like slightly and the fact that if you show me yours, I'll show you mine. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but I feel like I've shown Dom mine many a times, many a times, or at least shown him the type of person that, the type of advice, or the type of non-judgment, the type of friend that I can be, right? And I haven't received that back from him. And with you, and this isn't. I'm talking about in the past. I'm okay, not. This okay. isn't a read. Again, this is. This is supposed to be. <laughs> Look at me defensive. To be, right. This is supposed to be a healthy dialogue <laughs> between. <laughs> exactly. This is supposed to be a health. This is supposed to be a healthy dialogue. Mm-hmm. And Justin, like, I gave you nothing. Nothing. Like Justin going to a cave. It's the. It's yeah. the. You. I have honestly, and I can say this from the bottom of my heart. I've never had a friend like you in my entire life. I oh, know. Ever. <laughs> that, I'm one of a kind. Yeah. And but the thing is, that's not a great thing to say because. And I'm not again. This isn't a read. Don't yuck his yum. <laughs> no, I'm gonna. I'm not yucking anything. I'm just saying I've never experienced somebody who I'm genuinely comfortable with, who I genuinely love, who I genuinely would fight for. But like, I still feel like if I cross a certain line, I'm gonna hit a brick wall. Mm-hmm. Like I can get like. Justin is an onion. Now, what did they say in Shrek? I, look, he's, he's an, an onion. onion. No, he said Layers. I'm like a cake. No, he said no. It was onion. Was it layers to onion? Yeah, yeah. You're an onion because it's like a layer upon layer upon layer. So when I break down this wall, I'm like, okay, we pass this. Okay, we move, move forward in a friendship. I'm like, I'm still in the labyrinth of like his onion layers, and I'm just like, okay, this bitch has some trauma, and I get it. I don't know what the fuck it is, (laughs) but it's like hard. It's really hard to be both of y'all friends, and I'm saying that. To be honest, and I know <laughs> what say it. You know what? I don't. I think I get Justin. I feel like when you look at me, you look at a mirror, and then when you look at Justin, it's like totally something oh, that you just have to like learn. Mm-hmm. When you look, I, I look at you, and I completely I get your shit because you. I feel like you feel like you can handle this shit on your own. You will seclude yourself and say, "Hey." I'm going to be in this cave for a minute Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying I'm going to be in it forever, but I'm going to be in it because I'm going to figure this shit out and I don't need, I don't, not necessarily that you don't need help, but you got this shit on your own. Yeah. And I completely get it. Like I, I get that a hundred percent. Whereas me (laughs) and you I feel like I'm kind of both of y'all, but whereas me and you, we be wanting people, like people, to talk to and just know that we can freely, freely go to somebody mm-hmm. and not have to be in a cave and feel like we can trust people or just somebody we can call up and say, right. "Hey, I can talk to you about some shit," but I know that you're willing to talk to me about the same shit, and mm-hmm. it's not some, it's not some closed off type of relationship yeah. so that's why i don't hold nothing against you and i don't hold nothing against you like we all come off as being strong people we can do this shit on our own you do it mm-hmm. i do it just does does it. It. like we all, all do it mm-hmm. but it's just we just we operate differently but honestly we operate operate the same so and my 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 take on that is just i have always been a loner yeah my whole life i've always been that lone wolf that just did everything by himself i've always had friends 
and having close friends has always been a little bit difficult for me. I'm I I can be open, but as far as like Rayshon said, I'm like an onion. It's like layer upon layer upon layer. Um, when he first met me, it's completely different from the nigga he's sitting across right now. Facts. Um, <laughs> fucking facts. But the on the opposite end is when it comes to my relationships, well, my friendships. I have been traumatized to the point where yeah. it's hard for me to be close to people to a certain extent. What do you mean traumatized? I, like I need to be. I need. I feel like I need to protect myself. Facts. Um, do you feel comfortable talking about the trauma, or you don't want? To I, talk I can about talk about it. Okay. Um. My best friend, my brother, was killed very tragically. Like the stories you see on the news about Trayvon Martin, about um, all of those, you know, police shootings and stuff like that that happens. That's how my best friend was killed. He didn't make it to see his life fully. Um, and mind you, this is a nigga that knew everything about me. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't. Obviously, I, I honestly, to my core, think he knew I was gay. I wasn't able to come out to him, but I knew he. I. In my mind and in my heart, and so I knew he knew, and he never cared. That's why he always used to tell me whenever we was around gay people, he was like, "I don't give a fuck about niggas who gay. Like, them my niggas. I don't give a fuck." Yeah. So he was like literally like my soulmate, in 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 a friendship aspect. A platonic soulmate. Yeah, we need like, those. That nigga knew everything about me. I knew everything about him, and when I lost him, every part of me was kind of like in a shell and I had to figure out how to get myself out of that shell and in the process of me doing that was in the process of me fully accepting myself as a black gay man fully accepting you know my insecurities and my flaws and figuring out how to change them and in that process I was meeting other people here in Atlanta and mm-hmm. I met Rayshawn and I met you mm-hmm. so me being closed off comes from that tragedy and also my insecurities yeah and now it's i feel like i'm comfortable in front of both of y'all i feel like i can fully be myself but then i couldn't and i feel like still that tragedy is is still in place and how i connect with people because i'm scared to lose people because like Rayshawn, I don't have cousins that I talk to. I don't have family members that I'm close to. My friends are my everything. Like I, I punched a nigga dead in his face for this nigga. Like he sure did. <laughs> I don't play about my fucking friends. So yeah. me being close to my friends scares the fuck out of me because I know at any given moment y'all can go. And like that shit, go in the sense of like death or as death. far as like okay. Not in the sense like of me falling but but for me it's it's different with friends because I feel like your, with friends you don't expect it. Yeah. With family members, growing up, you see you know a, a auntie die, a cousin die, a grandparent pass, like you see it in that happens. Or even then, your relationships aren't that close with your family; they're yeah. closer with your like, friends. Exactly. So right. with my friends, y'all have picked me up, seen me when I was drunk as fuck, um, just. Crazy times y'all have seen throwing up, yeah. throwing up, mm-hmm. see me bad down in my relationships or whatever. Like y'all have seen that. I haven't seen it, but I heard about you punching walls. <laughs> that part, punching walls. Yeah. So, 
like that relationship a relationship with a friend is so organic and it's so um it's so natural in the sense that you don't expect anything to happen to it that you know is outside of your control yeah um and i feel like death for me when it comes to friends i i'm not prepared for that i don't expect it and mm-hmm. that's something i wouldn't that i can't really sit well with and it scares the fuck out of me which is the reason why i'm unable to fully fully get close with certain people in that sense um do i love you yes but i feel like i have to pull up a barrier or a wall to kind of protect myself because when my best friend died right after that i was immediately contemplating suicide i was literally like on suicide watch Mm-hmm. for the longest mm-hmm. because i felt a whole part of me died mm-hmm. and i feel like how can i live on when the only other male in my life that i feel like fully knows me is no longer here i can't talk to him i can't pick up the phone and call him like and i feel like i felt like in that moment any other person that come in my life that i call a friend if this happens i don't know what the fuck is gonna happen to me i don't know how i would be able to process that i don't know how i would be able to live forward knowing that like a friend somebody that knows me fully especially somebody in the gay world that knows me to my complete core another faggot that shit will kill me like hey (laughs) so that that plays into my head and that definitely plays into my head with my relationships with y'all too it's like I never want to experience that, but that's just me. Part of just kind of just processing everything and kind of trying to be an adult and saying like, "Hey, I can't think so selfishly in that sense and be like, it's not about me. It's not about how I feel. I also have to think about the other person in the relationship or friendship." And I'm working, working on, on it. it. <laughs> yeah, y'all not um, gonna make me cry here today, y'all. No, cry? don't cry. Um, Dom, is there anything else you wanted to say? I relate to Justin on that. <laughs> in regards to the death thing? No, not in regards to the death thing, but I think that the death thing turns into just people, like people leaving you or just mm-hmm. losing someone. Because I never really, I never experienced friendship death. I've always experienced, I, I recently experienced that with family. But I remember in elementary school, I had a best friend a female best friend that moved away and i know like when i found out that she was moving away i cried and that shit hurt me and i think from that moment on i've always like okay i don't i'm a loner now i don't like to really let people into my my two-foot bubble but once i do you're like you're i hold on to you and you're there Mm -hmm. but if you leave me then i feel some type of way and i've always felt that about people that just left so i've always Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. I've always distant, distanced myself or kept a certain distance from people because I just don't want to have to go through the whole like losing someone aspect of life. Like to me, that's bullshit. I don't want to have to do that. Mm-hmm. But you know, that losing people on top of growing like trust issues, I'm trying. Like I've learned to figure out ways to work through it or get past it, and. Uh, have like o- open up more and just have better relationships with people are you mm-hmm. allergic to something i don't know like something just like is, my sinuses are like acting up but go ahead i'm sorry that's all but yeah i'm just i'm learning every day it's a learning thing like i'm yeah i really I, my individual relationships with the both of y'all i'm seeing what works for me and justin mm-hmm. and i'm seeing what works for me and you and then the group in general and 
it's making me feel a lot better. So, but it makes me kind of uncomfortable that we're kind of us because I I also feel the same way that I'm establishing how I can maneuver and talk to Justin versus how I can maneuver and talk to you. And you said the same thing about us, and I get it. Individuals are individuals, but I kind of feel like there needs to be a, a general consensus because any of my friend groups that I have, it's always weirdly, weirdly enough. I always have friend groups that are either three or four. It's either three or four of us. Yeah. it's Yeah, it's always either three or four of us. And it's kind of genuinely like an organic, like, we understand each other on the same page. Like, we get it. Like, we can talk to every. Like, it doesn't need to be like, I can talk. I need to talk to you about this. But I can't talk to Justin about this. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. I feel like that's just not. It's not I don't realistic. I think, uh, first, some of us operate at a slower pace than no, others. No, I get that. I and get that. I don't, I, just, I don't know if I necessarily agree with what you just said. Like, well, I, I what I'm know. saying is I've had friends since I was like 12, 11 years old. 11, mm-hmm. actually. 11 years old. Me and two other girls. That's, that's a triad. Then I have me and um, a boy and a girl from New York, right? That's a triad. Then I have me and a girl from law school. That's a four, what is it called? A quad. Foursome. Foursome. Hey, okay. <laughs> Let's go with that. Then I have you guys. Then I have like um, me um, and these two other boys, two other, two other gay boys that are in Atlanta. So it's like, it's, it's generally, but the thing is like, I, I, I don't know if this is improper, but I generally would never express something to him to one person that I wouldn't express to the other you know what I'm saying well it's layers to that too but the thing is you gotta know who you able to share certain things with. and that's what I'm saying that's why it's that then it brings us back to this whole topic matter mm-hmm. what um, I am saying is basically it's hard to kind of you know develop an organic you know because mm-hmm. we are in this is our shit like this is mm-hmm. our business this is our podcast this is what we do and it's kind of hard for us to like organically bounce off of each other and you know talk about what the fuck we got going on mm-hmm. if we're not all privy to what each person is going through you know what i'm saying but i think that just means that we need to open more lines of communication because like justin said he's not the type to at this point in his life he doesn't he's not the type to answer his phone like that whereas i know you you are a talkative person so i don't act like you're not. I, I'm talkative, but I hate talking on the but phone. But you are talkative. Yeah. I know I could call you, and you I, could. Like, I I know I could. Could you? Do you feel like you could call him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know we could call you mm-hmm. and talk to you about things. Whereas I'd rather see Justin in person and talk to Justin about whatever it is that I'm going through. Mm-hmm. So I, it's 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 different mediums. We all we're meeting at the same place. We're just meeting using different, different routes. Yeah. That's literally all that. Uh. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> No, I hear you. I hear you. That's no. literally all that is. Yeah. But I feel like we're we're get like we're reaching a a place of un really truly understanding how each other works, how and how we what, communicate. Right. Like I, when we are around each other, we share we can share a look yeah. and we bust out laughing. Yeah. And then I can look at you and we can just we can talk about things. And it's it's just it, like it's just learning. like just like so fancy. Just like when we was at G's and I told you your birthday. Mm. Right then and there, I told you that. <laughs> Just like any other time, when, girl, when we was at G's, mm-hmm. shared you with that. Mm-hmm. That's something I could do with y'all too. Can I do that with everybody? No, no. 
Will I do that with everybody? No. Hell no. <laughs> what I'm saying <laughs> is that's my thing. This is I'm not. But I see what you. Said. I'm not saying we're a bad friend group. Like I'm not saying that in the least bit. Mm-hmm. The only reason I brought it up is because I felt as though, you know, there are a lot of people who listen to the show mm-hmm. who can kind of relate to having issues relating to other people oh, right? yeah. like friendly friend on a friendship vibe not even on a rom- romantic shit like on a friend vibe mm-hmm. because they feel as though like okay I'm I'm putting X, Y, and Z into this friendship and I don't feel like I'm, I'm receiving the same type of vibe I'm giving out and what I originally all I was saying originally was like when we first started you know again and it's natural because I didn't yeah. even know who the fuck a dom was <laughs> Before we started doing this walk, I'd literally never seen this man before in my life. And I was like, You live in Atlanta? Can't <laughs> like, never seen you. I know every other, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, so it's, it, you know, it's, it's natural and it's organic to like grow and stuff. And I feel like the reason I'm comfortable talking to you guys about it now is because I feel like we actually are friends at this point, yeah, versus how I felt. Like when we first started recording, I was like, oh, and that's that's it right there. So, to the listeners, if you feel like you're dealing with this situation. You have to really sit down and try to openly communicate with that friend. Right. And if that friend is being defensive or just not really giving you what you need or not even really open to having that type of discussion, that's the type of friend that you know you have. And I feel like we are able to have this type of discussion, not just for this show, not for these, uh, these listeners and all of that, but just because we are solid friends. But you as a listener, anybody having that issue, if you have that, try to have that open discussion and you not being met with the same uh, energy, cancel it. Wrap it up. I just want to say that you have to be open <laughs> and willing to understand where Always people are open. from. And, and willing. willing to care. And willing. I, I, I don't know about y'all, but I, my, me and my best friend, like I feel like me and, me and Brandon have a, a friendship that is, to me, is like, what a relationship should be whether it be a, a romantic relationship or a platonic mm-hmm. relationship like i i if that's like the groundwork for me like if we but we it took us literally years of talking communicating understanding you know being mad being sad being frustrated being happy just really understanding each other to get to a point to where we are now and i just think that's natural for people mm. it don't come quickly Especially for a person like me, it's not gonna come quickly, and nor do I come quickly. So this is gonna wrap up this segment. Um, We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we are back. So I can go home and change clothes. I really want you to change. Like, please, if you're gonna pass gas, please pass gas outside. It's too late. If I do, you're just gonna sit here and deal with. I'm going to leave. I promise you, (laughs) I'm gonna leave. Girl. When gets, oh my god. Dom will love it. You know, she liked to smell farts. No. I, I saw that on your Instagram too. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, on the um on the questions that'll filter on Instagram, <laughs> it was like your secret, what is it? Yo, something you're embarrassed to admit to somebody. Mm-hmm. And Dom said that he likes the smell of farts. He, Ladies and gentlemen. He told us that before. He sent a scat play. All right, let's get oh, into the adulting one oh one section where you can send a question to a on messy podcast. What? You can send a question to a messy podcast at gmail.com and we might read it on the ear. So it is I, Justin, leading the adulting 101 segment. And let me just say, ladies, 
grab your wigs. Speed it up. We don't your man at home. <laughs> grab your wigs and adjust them accordingly. Bobby pin them pose. Do whatever you can. I'm bullheaded over this while, is bro. a question. <laughs> yeah, we know. She bored as fuck. First of all, I got a disease. Do you? Yeah. You got alopecia. I... Is that what it's called? Stop. We cannot. Uh, uh, uh. No, actually, because last time we talked about Parkinson's, it got bleeped out. So let's move on. All right. So the letter starts, and I'm going to name her Molly the Maid. Molly mm. the Maid says, guys, please don't judge me for this, but I need some serious advice. I recently was involved in a threesome with a couple, and we did not use protection. Dumb. I know. I've been feeling ill, and I told my best friend, and she jokingly told me I was pregnant. I took a pregnancy test. Oh, shit. And it just ha- it just so happens that it came back positive. I'm not sure how to approach the situation, even or even where to begin. Um, what should I do? Should I tell the couple, or should I move forward with my life? I got the answer. And my answer is abort mission, and that's it. Wow. Shit, my nigga, it's that's as it. As simple as that. What about her? Te- did you think she should tell the couple? Why would you, no, abort the mission. The mission is. So a what? Tr- it was a threesome. It was an innocent threesome. You don't know these niggas like that. Abort that mission. I don't even know if it was one boy, one girl. We don't know what it was because it might be undeniably one nigga's child, and the other bitch can't get her pregnant. Obviously, mm-hmm. we don't know enough deets. But if it was two niggas, first of all, shout out to the nigga. Well. Is that a train if two niggas is fucking at the same time? It's still a threesome, but it's 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 considered a train, but it's still a threesome. Oh, I hate niggas. I hate them so much because it's just a threesome. You don't have to consider a train. Don't oh, establish your patriarchy on sexual sexual relations. What if they did DP? You have to pee? What if they did DP? Oh. And then she got pregnant. Oh. Now it's even trickier because who the her. fuck is Shout the daddy? Shout out to DP and the puss. I don't know how girls do that. That's too much. I don't think so. I don't I'm, know how men we, do it because we, that just seems like friction. But I no. I would give my, <laughs> I would she give my anticipated. um I would get okay. Obviously I'm very progressive. I'm very, you know, how I feel about politics and things. I'm very progressive. I'm very pro choice. Yeah. So I definitely don't if you don't want to have the child, I definitely feel like it is a woman's right and a woman's choice to decide to abort that child. However, if you feel like you need to consult with the man and the woman and or the man and the man that you had a threesome with, then do so. But at the end of the day, whatever they say should not impact your decision on whether or not you want to have a child because that is ultimately going to be your child that you raise in your womb for 10 months. Mm -hmm. So it is 10 months. Gestation is 40 weeks. So what we are not about to sit here and do is act like, you know, you have a responsibility to tell anybody anything because it's your body and it's something that you need to decide whether or not you want to do. Um, I personally don't think it's your responsibility to talk to them. And that's my stance on it. If you want to abort mission, as Dom so eloquently put it, then a Abort, I don't want to call it abort the mission. Just take care of it. It just sounds bad when you say abort mission because this is like a an actual fetus. So I don't want to talk about abort mission. But, you know, do what Deletus you... Deletus fetus. 
nigga. <laughs> Control, alt, delete. I'm just saying, do what you want to do. <laughs> what did you call her? What's her name? Molly um, the maid. I'm not Molly the maid, and she's getting the. Bo- oh my god, Molly! <laughs> Clean it up, Molly. Clean <laughs> it up, sis. Well, Molly, um, I said what I had to say. So we're going to wrap this segment up, and we're gonna. Wait, what? Did you answer? Yeah, I said delete us. Fitas. Oh shit! <laughs> but and I don't think that was her question. Was her question whether or not she should say something to them? Yeah, I don't. Honestly, I feel like you shouldn't say something to them just because. I don't know where your headspace is at, sis. I don't know if you want to keep the baby or if you want to, you know, abort it. Um, you have that right. You have that decision. I'm very pro-choice. I'm just saying for your own sake so you won't be involved in a whirlwind of mess and um, maybe child support and other things revolving that couple. My first instinct is to move forward with my life and not carry that child to term. But that's your decision. You have that choices. So I, I pray for you and I hope you make the right decision. As do I. And as does Dom as he applies his chapstick. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, Wendy, the William. No, the show tonight. No, it's not, oh. nigga. We're gonna Here's come. A millennial oh my message. God. Okay. Here's my thing. I'm not. We've doing. been doing this show for at Ooh. least a year at this point. You should know the segments, my nigga. Right. We're gonna be right back with the last segment called the millennial message. Let me say something. One thing about us, one thing for show. I ain't never lucky. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. <laughs> well, okay then. That's cool for you. That's all. Well, we cool know for you me. didn't say nothing. When? Just now. Because I chose to. And you made a smart decision. One thing about it, two things for show. I always make smart decisions. Ladies and keep gentlemen, making them. Episode about friendship. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> see see how he attacking me. I'm not attacking <laughs> shit. All right, fuck it. Let's get into the millennial <laughs> message portion of the show. Don't trust none of these niggas, especially if you go into especially business if with their them. Names rhymes with Deshaun. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so in a moment of honesty and um truth. I think from this episode I actually got a lot of closure that I think I didn't know that I needed. Are you laughing right now at my message? Okay. I think from this episode I got a lot of closure that I didn't think I needed as far as like not even closure but understanding rather. That's a better word for it. To kind of understand the fact that people are who the fuck they are. And you can't expect them to meet the relationship standards that you have with other groups of people because of how you, you know, have cultivated those relationships. Everybody is different. Everybody moves differently. So I think I'm really happy that I got a chance to speak to um, Justin and Dom on air about this because it's been kind of like bothering me so much. Not really so much. I actually haven't given a fuck about it to be completely honest but I feel like when I see them it has actually manifested. I'm like girl you know what I'm saying like this this just feels really weird. 
I'm trying so hard not to look to my left because I feel like Justin is eating like a <laughs> rabid animal and I cannot even focus on what I'm trying to say. But the point I'm trying to make to you guys is that allow people to come to you when they want to come to you. When they want to come to you. Do not force them. Do not rush them. Do not feel as though they're a bad person for not getting to that point. When you've reached that point, you felt that, that you guys have reached that point in a relationship because they might not feel that way. And they might have some previous trauma. They might have some shit that's going on with them that they just feel like they're not able to open up to you. Thanks. So I want each and every one of you to take from this episode, especially since we were so transparent in this episode. We're pretty much ghosts at this point. Um, the fact that you can literally know somebody for a year and still not feel close to them. You can see them every single week, at least and once or twice a week for a year and still feel as though, and it's not a coworker, it's supposed to be a quote unquote friend, and still feel as though you're not close to them. It's not a bad thing. It's a growth. It's honesty. And it's transparency. And that's ladies, a period. Yeah. Period. And ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap up this segment. And this episode of the Millennial Mess. Bam. So we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Nope. If you want to reach us on any social (laughs) media platforms, make sure you hit us up on Instagram at A Messy Podcast. Wait, yeah. And on Twitter, our Twitter handle is A Messy Podcast. And if you want to email us, if you are going (laughs) to email us a question, make sure you email the question to a messy podcast at gmail.com. Oh my God. So diverse. It is. Um, I had a wonderful time talking to you guys this week. I really did. I think we actually really understood each other this week. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm really happy for it. I just hope that moving forward, Okay, I hope that moving forward, we're able to continue open and honest and transparent dialogue because I love you guys very much. And I don't want to ever have to feel as though I have to shroud who I am or what I'm going through from each and every one of you. Justin over here slopping down a pig's foot and it's making me So fuck my drag. All right. So thank you, guys. Talk to you next week. Love you guys. Bye. Love you. It's easy I am beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do.